How's it going, Trackside Sports family? This is your NCAA correspondent, Lathan Credit, coming at you with some college basketball March Madness news. Woo! It's that time of the year when all the craziness happens. All right, up first, the first four in. These games were played yesterday between 16-seeded LIU Brooklyn, 18-16 and 16 overall, and 16-seeded Radford, 22-12 and 12 overall. They were battling for the last position in the Eastern Division, or one of the last. There was two positions open in the Eastern Division. And Radford ended up beating um, LIU Brooklyn 71-61. For the 11th seeded place in the Eastern Division, we saw St. Bonaventure 25-7 upset, well not upset, but beat UCLA who was 21-11 overall, 65-58 to get the 11th seed in the Eastern Division. In the Western Division, tonight we saw Texas Southern take that 16th seeded spot over NC Central. Texas Southern coming in with 15-19 and overall record, um, beat the 19-15 and overall record NC Central 64-46. And they got that final spot in the Western Division. And their next opponent on <clears throat> Friday will be number one Xavier for the Western Division. <clears throat> and currently playing right now for the last spot in the Midwest and the last spot in the final, um, well not the final four, but in the March Madness um, Field of 64 Tournament. Arizona State, 20 and 11 overall, is playing against Syracuse, 20 and 13 overall. <clears throat> and like I mentioned, they're playing for that coveted 11th spot. And if they, whoever wins, will go on to play TCU on Friday. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and run down the um, teams that are in the college basketball March Madness Tournament. Starting with the Southern Division, we have number one Virginia, 31-2 and two overall, faced against the 16th seeded UMBC, who is 24-10 overall. Eight seeded Creighton, 21-11 overall, is facing off against the ninth seeded Kansas State, 21, I mean 22 and 11 overall. Both this game and the previous game, Virginia versus UMBC, will be played on March 16th. On March 15th, we will see 5th seed Kentucky, 24 and 10 overall, versus 12th seed Davidson, 21 and 11 overall. 4th seed Arizona, 27-7 overall, will square off against 13-seeded Buffalo, 26-8 overall. Six-seeded uh, Miami, Florida, 22-9 overall, will square off against Loyola, Chicago, 28-5 overall. Third-seeded Tennessee, 25-8 overall, will face off against 
14 seeded Wright State, 25 and 9 overall. And that will finish off March 15th games for the Southern Division. Now, on March 16th, there are two more games for the Southern Division, which are 7th seeded Nevada, 27 and 7 overall, versus 10th seeded Texas, 19 and 14 overall. Number two, Cincinnati, 30 and 4 overall, will face off against 15 seeded Georgia State, 24 and 10 overall. Now, moving on to the Western Division, we have number one, Xavier, 28 and 5 overall, facing off against 16th seeded Texas Southern. They will play on March 16th. Eight, Missouri, 20 and 12 overall will also play in 16th March against 9th seeded Florida State, 20 and 11 overall. On the 15th, we will see 5th seeded Ohio State, 24 and 8 overall, versus 12th seeded South Dakota State, 28 and 6 overall. March 15th also showcases 4th seeded Gonzaga, 30 and 4 overall, Versus 13-seeded UNCG, 27-7 overall. 6-seeded Houston, 26-7 overall, will square off against 11-seeded San Diego State, 22-10 overall. Number 3-seeded Michigan, 28-7 overall, will face off against 14-seeded Montana, 26-7 overall. And that game will be played on March 15th. On March 16th, we have a pair of Western games by 7th seeded Texas A&M, 20 and 12 overall, versus 10th seeded Providence, 21 and 13 overall, as well as 2nd seeded North Carolina, 25 and 10 overall, versus 15th seeded Lipscomb, 23 and 9 overall. Moving over to the Midwest, we have number one seeded Kansas, 27 and 7 overall, versus Penn, 24 and 8 overall, in the 16th seed. <coughs> Eight seeded Seton Hall, 21 and 11 overall, will square off against North Carolina State, 21 and 11 overall, ninth seeded team. <coughs> Clemson, 23 and 9 overall, comes in as a 5th seed versus against 12th seeded New Mexico State, 28 and 5 overall. And real quick, the Kansas Penn and Seton Hall, North Carolina State, both of those games are going to be played on March 15th. Uh, Clemson, New Mexico State will be on March 16th, along with Auburn, Charleston. Uh, the fourth seeded Auburn, 25 and 7 overall. 13 seeded Charleston, 26 and 7 overall. Also on the 16th, we'll see TCU, 21 and 11 overall. Six seed versus the winner of tonight's current game between Arizona State and Syracuse, which is going on at this moment on True TV. They will gain the 11th seeded spot and play against TCU. Michigan State, 29 and 
four overall third seed. We'll see 14th seed Bucknell 25 and 9 overall. On March 15th, 7th seed at Rhode Island 25 and 7 overall will face off against Oklahoma 18 and 13 overall. 10th seed. Second seed at Duke 26 and 7 overall will face off against Iona 20 and 13 overall, 15th seeded. <clears throat> now, finally, for the Eastern Division, first seed at Villanova, 30 and 4 overall, will face off against Bradford, uh, 16 seed, 23 and 12 overall. Virginia Tech, 21 and 11 overall, 8th seed, will also play on March 15th. Alabama, 19 and 15 overall, ninth seed. On March 16th, West Virginia, 24 and 10 overall, fifth seed, will face off against 12th seed Murray State, 26 and 5 overall. <clears throat> Wichita State, 25 and 7, fourth seed, will see. Marshall 24 and 10 overall 13 seed. Those two games will be played on March 16th. On March 15th, we have Florida 20 and 12 overall 6 seed versus 11th seed St. Bonaventure, which comes in at 26 and 7 overall. Texas Tech 24 and 9 overall third seed will face off against SF Austin 28 and 6 overall 14th seed. On March 16th, we have Arkansas 23 and 11 overall 7th seed facing off against Butler 20 and 13 overall 10th seed. And the last Eastern game on March 16th will be Purdue 28 and 6 second seed against CSU Fullerton 2011 uh, 20 and 11 overall 15th seed alright that is the rundown of all the teams in the March Madness tournament stay tuned for more information of the tournament that will help you fill out your bracket at the last second I know tomorrow's game day uh, tomorrow's the uh, deadline for most bracket challenges but hey you need to know what teams could possibly upset what is on the upset alert please stay tuned I'll have that up here shortly this year NCAA correspondent Lathan Credit coming back at you with some more college basketball news alright so like I previously mentioned it is March Madness we got the tournament on the way tomorrow kicks off the big games the round of 64 will start tomorrow at 12.15 Eastern Standard Time but before then you can catch this right now and make your last minute changes to your brackets or make a last second bracket just to see if what I tell you pans out. 
and I got upset alert. And I'm starting off with the most important ones first. Will a number one seeded team be upset? Is this the year to finally see a number one seed team fall? Well, let's look at them. Starting off with the Southern Division. We have first seeded Virginia, who has a 31-2 overall record, going up against the 16th seeded University of Maryland, Baltimore County, 24 and 10 overall record. <clears throat> now, looking at the records, I don't see why Virginia would honestly have any issue here at all. But I gave uh, UMBC the benefit of the doubt, so I went in and looked at exactly who it was that they played and see if any of those you know losses were reasonable losses, or see if they happened to get a victory here or there that really made them deserving of being here. Unfortunately for them, that's a no. With the likes of losses to SMU, Arizona. Maryland and Vermont twice UMBC does not have a really credible resume that just jumps out at me and says hey we deserve to be here we can be the number one seeded team in their defense they did come back and beat Vermont in their conference finals but still that does not at all really help them overcome the mountain of an obstacle that Virginia will be for them. <clears throat> I see Virginia easily coming out unscathed in the first round. Uh, I don't think UNBC is really going to be that much of a threat to them. Uh, Xavier, uh, Texas Southern. Earlier I had uh, North Central slash Texas Southern because I didn't know who would come out on top in that game. Texas Southern ended up winning. But even still, I don't see Xavier being phased. Uh, they are the um, number one seed of the Western Division. Texas Southern is the last one in the Western as the 16th seed. Um, Xavier is 28 and 5 overall. Texas Southern <clears throat> is now 16 and 19 overall. And they really don't have any credible wins. I mean, nothing really stands out to me. And um, I think Xavier will have no issues with just walking all over Texas Southern. I don't even see it being a close game in that one. Um, So, feel safe to put Xavier in as winning that game and moving on to the second round. Over to the Eastern Division. We got the very impressive looking 23 and 12 16 seeded Bradford against number one seeded Villanova 30 and 4 overall record. Like I said, seeing that stat 23 and 12, a lot of teams in this tournament are sitting around there and they look pretty decent. Unfortunately for Bradford though, they have some very noticeable losses that I just can't overlook for them, and I cannot give them the nod over Villanova. Losses to the likes of Ohio State University, Vanderbilt, um, 
Virginia Tech, and Nevada. All very, very, very strong teams. All, except for Vandy, are in the tournament and all look to do pretty well. And Radford couldn't handle these teams. Because of that, I could not at all see Radford really giving Villanova that much struggle in the first round. I see Villanova coming in, taking care of business, and just moving on past Radford. Sorry, Radford fans. This one is not your time to shine in the tournament. Now, finally, we get to the Midwest. The last number one seeded team that I have to talk about. Kansas. 27-7 overall. Versus Penn, 24 and 8 overall, 16th seed, Penn. At first glance, looking over Penn's resume, there is nothing at all that jumps out at you. I mean, seriously, nothing. The teams that they beat have not been that extraordinary. Uh, and the losses that they took, weren't by that extraordinary teams what makes Penn so impressive though is when you actually look and dig into the scores their losses have only been by a couple of points and their wins have been by big marginal numbers I'm talking like upwards of 20 to 30 point wins for a few of their games and I want to say majority of the games were at least by double digits um, when they have one. This is a team that I honestly think could very well upset a number one seeded team. And Kansas just so happens to be that number one seeded team. And I honestly don't know if Kansas will be able to fend off such a potent um, powerhouse of a team if they let Pitt, if they let Penn stay close. I think Kansas might sleep on Penn just a little too much, and Penn will run away with this game, or at least keep it close and win a heartbreaker at the end. And just upset all of Kansas' dreams. I have Penn in a big upset alert here. Winning over Kansas. <clears throat> That's how I view um, that game. And that is my number one upset alert. Um, the one one seed that I see actually falling this year is Penn. And this is this is going to be a historic event if that does come the pass because no number one seed has ever fallen to a 16th seeded team, and I think this year might just be that very year with Penn, Penn and Kansas circle that game. I expect that game right there to kill a lot of people's brackets. Now, because we're talking about upsets, let's get into the meat and bones. 
what first round games do I see causing a lot of people headaches? What first round game are upset alert games? What teams are involved in these upset alerts? Let's go ahead and run through them. First off, I'm looking in the south. Fifth seeded Kentucky versus 12th seeded Davidson. This game is a highly potential upset alert. Kentucky is 24 and 10. Davidson is 21 and 11. But I do not have Davidson winning. Um, I think Davidson will come in and they will play a really good game. But even though people are saying that Kentucky could easily get upset by Davidson, I just think Kentucky's too much of a fire, uh, too much of a powerhouse to lose to a team like Davidson. They've been here far too often. They know what to expect of themselves. And they have a coach who's been here before and has been here several times in a row. Kentucky losing in the first round of the um, March Madness tournament in this day and age. I'm not talking about Kentucky of old. I'm talking about Kentucky of recent years. That's just as unheard of as an Alabama team, not an Alabama football team, not making the college football playoffs. Not to say it hasn't happened, but it's almost a given that Alabama football is going to make it to the college football playoffs. Just like it is that Kentucky basketball is going to win the first round of the um, NCAA March Madness tournament. I do not see this game at all being an upset. I think Kentucky will come in, take care of business. Likewise, with number six, Miami, Florida, 22-9 and nine overall, and 11th seeded Loyola, Chicago, 28-5 and five overall. This game is another one of those games that is on a lot of people's radars for upset alert. I am not at all fooled by this. Miami will come in and they will take care of business. Um, <clears throat> Loyola Chicago will play a hard-fought game, and I think they would even push Miami around a little bit. But at the end of the um, when all is said and done, Miami will be out on top on this, and I do not see an upset. Um, I think Miami's come to play. I think they've come to make a really good um, run throughout the tournament. And they will not lose in the first round. Next on upset alert, staying in the Southern Division. <clears throat> number seven, Nevada, 27 and 7 overall, versus number 10, Texas, 19 and 14 overall. <clears throat> in all honesty, on any given day, I would probably go for Texas to pull out the upset. Unfortunately for Texas and you Texas fans, Texas has been playing not that great towards the end of the season. And I don't have that confidence in them that I would normally have going into a March Madness tournament. Nevada's been playing really, really good. And I see Nevada holding on and moving 
on to the next round. Texas, unfortunately, this is not your year for the tournament. I see y'all losing easily in the first round. <clears throat> All right, on to the Western Division. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that one. I'm going to skip that one because that was a mini upset. So let's go down to... <clears throat> I'll start from the bottom and then go up. 7th seeded Texas A&M, 20-12 overall versus 10th seeded Providence, 21-13 overall. State of Texas, I'm just not liking y'all right now. I don't know why, but Texas A&M, they have a decent squad, but they haven't impressed me. Um, they're, I don't know, just the tail end of the season has not been impressive at all to me by Texas teams. And they're saying that Providence has actually impressed me a lot. And I see Providence winning this one over Texas A&M. That's my call. Number 10th seeded Providence will beat 7th seeded Texas A&M. Upset alert. 5th <clears throat> seeded Ohio State versus 12th seeded South Dakota State. <clears throat> as much as I would love to say Ohio State will come in and take care of business, I think South Dakota State has a much more lethal team than Ohio State does. And... Even though Ohio State will probably be the more rugged team that actually survive a full um, length of the tournament, South Dakota State has a team that will beat Ohio State and the next team or two that comes across it. I see Ohio State losing in this battle in their first round against South Dakota State. South Dakota State wins that upset. Now... For my eh, mini semi upset, eight seeded Missouri, twenty and twelve overall, versus ninth seeded Florida State, twenty and eleven overall. Honestly, this game is a flip of a coin. Uh, they are pretty much evenly matched, both on paper and on stats and everything. But I just think Florida State has that slight better edge over Missouri <laughs> Missouri then um, to me really showcase a great um, end of the season so I don't think they're coming into this tournament with the right mindset that they really need to go f- long and Florida State didn't either but Florida State has had some spurts towards the end that makes me think that they are just slightly better than Missouri not by much just slightly and I highly expect this game to go down to the wire and go back and forth and could honestly go in favor of any team by time that final buzzer ends. But I'm expecting Florida State to win the upset and be on top, to be the top team at the end of the buzzer. <coughs> now for the Midwest. <clears throat> Eight seed at Seton Hall, 21-11 and 11 overall. Versus North Carolina State, 21-11 and 11 overall, ninth seeded. Once again, very, 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 very minuscule, minuscule upset here. I got North Carolina State beating Seton Hall. 
don't get me wrong. Seton Hall has a team that I think might be one of the best teams and could highly potentially go the entire distance. They can make it to the Final Four and maybe even win it all. However, North Carolina State has just as um, good as a team, if not better. And I think North Carolina State has that slight edge over um, the stronger competition throughout the year to beat Seton Hall and move on. Once again, just like the um, <clears throat> the Florida State-Missouri game where I think it's going to be a flip of the coin towards the end of the game, uh, we might even see an overtime game here. I think these two teams are that close and evenly matched that it can honestly go either way. I'm just leaning more so in favor of North Carolina State because I think they just have what it takes to go further and deeper in the tournament and can ups and upset uh, Seton Hall. <clears throat> 23 and 9 overall, Clemson, 5th seeded versus 12th seeded, 28 and 5 overall, New Mexico State. I got New Mexico State coming in here and upsetting those Clemson Tigers. I don't think at all Clemson's going to be ready for New Mexico State. I have a feeling that they're going to be sleeping on them. And New Mexico State is going to come in and just whoop up them Tigers. Um, I highly see this being one of those games that nobody's really going to take seriously. They're just going to pick Clemson. And their bracket's going to be jacked up because New Mexico State's going to come and jack up Clemson. Mark me for that one. Watch that game. That game will be a very interesting game to watch. Six-seeded TCU, 21-11 and 11 overall, versus the winner of Arizona State slash Syracuse, who is currently playing right now. I got whoever wins out of Arizona State and Syracuse. I think those two teams are going to be more than enough for TCU to handle, and TCU is going to fall to them. Um, shoot, I left my stats somewhere. But I want to say Arizona State has a um, their star player who averages, averages, mind you, a double-double every single game so far that he's been in. Like, that is amazing. And that's their star player. But that's not to say that they ain't got other firepower weapons on the team as well. On the flip side, Syracuse has a player who's averaged 29 points per game. 29 points per game. Along with other players who are also just as lethal. Once again, like I said, the winner of those two game uh of those two teams will be more than enough for TCU to handle and I see TCU falling to the 11 seed Arizona State or Syracuse. And finally, out of the Midwest, 7th seeded Rhode Island versus 10th seeded Oklahoma. Uh, Rhode Island's coming in 25 and 7 overall. Oklahoma's coming in 18 and 13 overall. Everybody's looking at Oklahoma to upset Rhode Island. 
I am not fooled at all by them. Yes, Rhode Island has had a couple tough games where they lost and um, kind of fell out of the top 25. But Oklahoma hasn't been doing that great either. And I really don't see Oklahoma um, coming in and playing that well to um, beat Rhode Island. I think Rhode Island has a really great chance to hold on to that seventh seed and to walk out fairly bruised and battered. But they'll be walking on to the next round regardless. Um, I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy one for them. I think Oklahoma's going to play, is going to come to play, and they're going to play their heart out, and they're going to leave it all out there on the court. And Rhode Island's going to have to dig very, very deep to escape them. But I see Rhode Island being able to overcome Oklahoma. A lot of people have this as their upset alert. I am not fooled by it. I got University of Rhode Island moving on, not getting upset. And finally, the Eastern Division. I got to start off with the heartbreaker first. My Arkansas Razorbacks at 23 and 11, the seventh seeded team in the Eastern Division versus the 10th seeded team, Butler, 23 and 13 overall. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to say woo pick suey for myself and Razorback Nation and say that my Arkansas Razorbacks are going to win this one with ease, I cannot say that. This is upset alert. Arkansas, be wary of picking them. Look out for Butler. Butler will more than likely beat Arkansas. I hate saying it. It is so painful and it hurts me to say so. But I just think Butler's perimeter shooting game is going to be more than enough match for Arkansas. And Arkansas is not going to be able to defend them properly and keep them from just racking up three-point after three-point after three-point. Um, if somehow, some way, Arkansas can just smash the boards and get the rebounds of the missed threes and then limit um, Butler's touches to where they have very um, minuscule amount of touches but is on the flip side able to score a majority of Arkansas's offensive possessions Arkansas might be able to escape but I don't see that happening unfortunately I think Butler's going to be too much for Arkansas to handle and that perimeter game is going to be the main reason why Upset alert, Butler over Arkansas. All right, moving on. Six-seeded Florida, 20-12 and 12 overall, versus 11-seeded St. Bonaventure, 26-7 and 7 overall. I got St. Bonaventure in this game. I don't know why. They've just been so impressive to me all year long, and I think that they will be more than enough for Florida to handle. Uh... I think Florida's going to prepare as much as they can, but I think St. Bonaventure is just going to be just a little bit better than Florida's expecting. Now, Florida won't be able to make the adjustment that they need. Um, I just see St. Bonaventure uh, displaying why they deserve to be in the tournament and showing why they were in the rankings pretty high up for a good majority of the year. Um, 
yeah, don't I don't expect Florida to really fare well in holding on to that six seed. I see them falling. Florida will be upset by St. Bonaventure. Fourth seed at Wichita State, 25 and 7 overall, versus 13th seed at Marshall, 24 and 10 overall. I am calling no upset. I don't think uh, Marshall's going to be that strong. I think Wichita State's coming in with one of their stronger teams that they probably had in the past few years. And I think Wichita State will move on um, easily past Marshall. I don't see them losing to a 13th seed at all right now. Um, actually, Wichita State's one of those teams that if you flip the coin just right, they're making it to the um, Final Four in the finals in this tournament. I think they have that great of a team. They have a long road ahead of them, but I think Marshall will not be that difficult for them to overcome. West Virginia, 24-10 and 10 overall, 5th seed versus 12th seed Murray State, 26-5 and 5 overall. I got Murray State in this one. Don't know why, just a strong hunch. Um, I feel like West Virginia, I don't know. Some, some feel off to me about West Virginia in this tournament right now. And I feel like Murray State will have that Cinderella game and be able to topple the giant that will be West Virginia. I'm calling Murray State in the upset over West Virginia. And finally... Small middle school upset here. Very small. 8 seed versus 9 seed. Virginia Tech 21 and 11 overall versus Alabama 19 and 15 overall. No offense to Virginia Tech. I'm just not feeling y'all. I feel like the um, Crimson Tide has a better squad than the Hokies do. I think Alabama takes this one. I think Alabama will get the upset. Like I said, though, very middle school, very small upset. Uh, number eight versus number nine. But upset nonetheless, and I'm calling Alabama in this one. This one's not going to mess up too many people's brackets. Uh, Murray State will. I have a feeling Arkansas might. Butler beating Arkansas, that one might. Uh, St. Bonaventure. If y'all don't know about St. Bonaventure... That one will be another game that will really ruin people's brackets. Virginia Tech, Alabama? Not so much. Um, Yeah. Roll Tide in this. I hate saying Roll Tide because we'll pick some all day. SEC, come on. But I think Bama's going to get that one. I think they will beat Virginia Tech. Um once again, coin flip game down to the wire. Uh, really hard fought, emotional game, but I think Alabama will have the better team. And that's all I have for y'all and the round one of NCAA March Madness potential upset alerts. Uh, please stay tuned because as the tournament unfolds, I will be updating my bracket along with the tournament. And letting y'all know how I thought of the games, um, what I think of the results of them, how I think the future games will be played, 
and my projections and predictions for the upcoming games as the tournament goes along. Please stay tuned. I will be back tomorrow. Y'all have a good one.